Hey guys, welcome back to the Fig Tree. Today is the 27th, Saturday of August, 2022. How are you? Praying your strength in the Lord. Praying that you're persevering, keeping his word, and running that race hard. Uh, wanted to follow up. We're going to do part three on our anointing oil series. This is a Bible study class. If you're just stopping in today, we are covering uh, the anointing oil. It is a multifaceted conversation here in a class that we're going over. So this is part three. If you missed part one and part two, go back and take a listen to that. I'll try to put that link in the uh, description box. But this is going to be part three on our class covering the anointing oil. And like I said in part two, uh, typically used to minister to the Lord. Uh, you're presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable. It's it's worship, very, very personal. Um, so I wanted to share this, just being obedient, the Lord told me to share exactly what he deposited into my spirit going a couple years back. So uh, this is me being obedient. We do it to minister to the Lord as that living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, we're worshiping the Lord. And as he showed it to me, um, and as I've seen it through so many dreams and visions and just him unveiling what he's doing here, it is a supercharged prayer state. We talk about these multipliers. All right, the multipliers of prayer, not really discussed as much. Uh, we know about the first multiplier, which is fasting and praying. All right, multiplier number one, fasting and prayer. This kind only comes out by fasting and prayer. Another multiplier would be uh, the anointing oil. We, we cover the Bible verses, go back to part two and part one, uh, that talk about the anointing oil and how oil is used in prayer. And when you combine fasting and prayer, the first multiplier with the second multiplier, the anointing oil, you have a combined devastating effect, spiritually speaking. Holy Spirit power being unleashed. You're going into that praying state with a contrite spirit. You're meek. You're humble. You're praying. You know, you're entering into repentance. It is absolutely devastating to the forces of evil. Um, and uh, it's something that I've been shown by the Lord for at least two years now. It is outstanding. It's fantastic. It's how, especially this anointing oil, it is how the Lord expresses and manifests his presence. That's why the elders will use it. Praying for the sick. We see, you can go back into the Old Testament. You can, you can you know, learn about that oil. But how he showed it to me, specifically anointing your own temple of the Holy Spirit. You're anointing your own body because our bodies belong to the Lord as a living sacrifice. So in a way, you're ministering to the Lord. You know, he, our bodies are his possession. So you're anointing your own temple, your own temple, and uh, you're honoring the Lord. And we talk about that, how you can do that, honoring the Lord in prayer. And it's a very intimate thing. We're talking about worship today. We're talking about ministering to the Lord uh, through worship and praise. And uh, when you're using those oils, those essential oils, the Lord will manifest himself. And that's uh, just how he showed it to me. Told me to David, share it with them. So this is me sharing it with you, okay? Because I don't call the shots. If he tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. All right? So definitely, um, we talked about that in part one and part two, how to use the oil on the wrist, on the feet. You can even massage your forehead. Be very careful with that. Um, it is wonderful with Maranatha prayers. You're praying, Lord, come today. You're praying scripture, okay? Uh, very good thing. Very, very, very good thing. Right, so let the Lord quicken this word to your spirit. He will impress upon your heart if he is uh, bidding you to join in on that second multiplier, uh, that supercharged prayer state. This is not, not going to be for everyone. 
because not everyone's even praying, let alone fasting and praying, let alone using multipliers. Um, even the contrite spirit, you know, you don't want to go into this thing thinking that you're the best thing ever. Be meek. Be humble about it. This isn't the time for selfies. Oh, look, I prayed two hours today. No, no, this is very, very intimate. Very, very, very personal. You shouldn't be telling people that you're using uh, the anointing oil. You don't. It's no one's business. I'm only sharing this with you because he told me to. All right, and this is something that, you know, I thought I was going to take it, take it to heaven with me. I wasn't going to share this with anyone. No one. This is intimate, private, personal uh, worship. You are ministering to the Lord as Samuel. Okay, we were told to do that. We minister to the Lord with worship, with praise, and even the anointing oil. You know, anointing others if God calls you to do that in prayer. But uh, this is for anointing your own temple of the Holy Spirit, your own body, ankles, your wrists, your forehead. Massage those oils in and you go into prayer, into worship, into ministering to the Lord, into praying Maranatha with that anointing oil. Okay? Uh, I did want to mention that I, I do find the timing interesting that he's asking me to share this with all of you, this Bible study class, because I didn't think this would be a class that I would uh, lead or teach. Um, but it is. And I've been hearing about this month for at least three weeks now. Um, you know, <laughs> October is the wicked month of the year. Uh, I am always surprised when Christians celebrate this. Um, it is harlotry. Not only that, but it's it's just an abomination. I mean, it's a month where Christian parents will go out there and literally dress their kids as monsters and demons. They will paint their face. They will applaud. They will clap their hands. Yay! They'll do church festivals and, and dressing up as monsters, okay? As ghosts and dark things. Literally. I mean, come on now. We should know better, but again, apparently uh, we are striving to be just like the world. Completely ignorant of what is going on in this month. I'm talking extreme abominations. Too foul to even mention. Done during this month. Thrilled to be just like the world. Uh, it should never be, but it is. <clears throat> this will be a month of heavy prayer, uh, as it is with us. And um, October is a wicked month, and I can't help but feel something dark around the corner. I have a bad feeling about this October. I always do every year. Every year I have a bad feeling about October. Um, this month, This year is no different. Um, it is truly a month of wickedness. Have nothing to do with it. And I mean nothing to do with it. Don't be rude. Just don't have anything to do with this. It's evil. All right? And I, and I find it interesting. I don't know. It just, it's just interesting that he's having me teach a class on a second multiplier, something I never thought I would share openly. And he is. All right? So we're going to talk about this anointing oil. We're going to cover some new ground. All right? I hope you have your pen, your papers. Take some notes. Okay? Because this is combat anointing oil. I'm talking offense. You know, as you're worshiping the Lord and you go in with using the, the anointing oil, um, it's offense, and a very strong offense, as he showed it to me. So this is me sharing it with you, okay? Prayer, anointing oil, uh, supercharging your own prayer state, okay? Before the Lord, ministering to him, all right? And I just wanted to go over some details as well. <clears throat> I, I, I missed this on part two, I believe. How to use your pipette. I just assumed everyone knew how to use uh, pipettes, but not everyone does. Some are unfamiliar with essential oils or oils to begin with. Uh, this is used to just extract some oil into the pipette, you know. It's used for exact measurements, so how I would like to use it is as follows. I like to designate one, one, one pipette that goes with each bottle. Okay, essentially each essential oil bottle should have its very own 
designated pipette. Okay, if that makes any sense, you don't want to mix them. You want to have one designated pipette per bottle of essential oils, okay? Because you're using cinnamon, lemon, and peppermint, they should not be mixed. So your cinnamon bottle should have one pipette. One of these, just put that right next to your cinnamon bottle. Uh, your, your, peppermint, your peppermint bottle should have one pipette next to it. If you're using a pipette, I like to use it. Lemon oil, same thing. You don't want to mix them. Uh, you don't want to use one pipette for all three bottles. You'll just you, you, what you're doing is you're, you're going to end up mixing the residues. Your cinnamon bottle, you put that pipette in there and dip it in, squeeze it at the top, just like you see here. Just squeeze it, and some of that cinnamon oil will go into the pipette. Problem is, is you're going to use that same pipette and then put it into the peppermint bottle, extract that, then the lemon bottle when you're done with that, and you're going to end up mixing cinnamon in with your peppermint and lemon vicariously, just the residues. You don't want that. Okay, so just have one pipette per each bottle that you're using, okay? I hope that makes sense. Your cinnamon bottle should have one pipette that you're only using for that. Same thing with the peppermint essential oil. One pipette, just put it right down next to it. Then the same thing with your lemon. That way you're not mixing it, okay? Because cinnamon is quite spicy and hot. So it smells wonderful. Um, but you don't want to mix that because you're, you're going to be using peppermint and massaging that right onto your forehead. All right, hope that makes sense. Cinnamon is fabulous on your wrists and on your feet, but you don't want to use cinnamon on to massage that onto your forehead. That is going to sting. And you also don't want to mix cinnamon with peppermint just because you're putting the peppermint oil right there. Uh, you'll be massaging that onto your forehead. For those of you who will be doing that, I do it every time I, I go into a fasting and prayer state or deep praying, I will definitely use peppermint on the um, ankles, on the wrists, not the ankles, sorry, wrists and feet, wrists, feet, and also use it on the forehead as well, okay? So just to recap, you know, peppermint essential oil, cinnamon, and lemon. I always like to say, always enter into repentance and confession. I, you know, the Bible will tell us, confess your sins before the Lord, that he will be faithful and just to forgive you, to cleanse you, to wash you, all right? Confession should be something that you're, you're talking to the Lord about everything. You know, you shouldn't, I'm not going to talk about that, Lord. That's a gray area. No, talk to him about everything, okay? We walk in repentance. And when you're entering into prayer, you should be praying and talking to the Lord about everything, your strengths and your weaknesses, okay? And yes, I do put the, the, the oils on, the essential oils, every morning, especially during extended prayer and fasting, all right? And you could also use these oils, uh, even if you're not, you know, maybe you're doing a, a week-long prayer event where you're giving God three days of deep praying. Maybe you're not fasting, but maybe you're praying for three or four days at a time. Anointing oil is very good for that as well. Anoint your forehead, okay? Anoint your, your um, well, just as we showed you right here, okay? Your wrists, right? Should be right here, all right? If the Lord bids you to do that right here, that's how he showed it to me, and it's been absolutely outstanding just to a truly uh, powerful addition to times of prayer. I can't stress that anymore. This has been an outstanding blessing. I didn't think I'd share it with anyone, but uh, now's the time to uh, share that. Okay, so now it's yours. I pray that that blesses you, and, and it will tremendously. But um, yeah, go in with, with repentance and, um, and add this to your prayer tool belt. Uh, and again, three drops on each wrist, especially with the cinnamon oil, okay? Um, you can add peppermint oil if you want to. Just massage those droplets in, all right? And then you can do the same thing with your feet. S three drops of cinnamon oil, three drops of peppermint, 
three drops lemon and massage all of those oils right on the feet right there just massage them in and, uh, and then you're good you can also use that on the forehead as well we talked about that that's only the peppermint oil I mean you could add lemon too if you want to but typically I, I only massage the, the forehead which is right here if you're looking at the screen here right here you do not want to get peppermint anywhere near near the eyes but right here right at the top is very good and that'll really help with helping to curb those smoking habits the uh, the peppermint is fantastic with that very very good with helping with that um, and you could just massage that right onto your forehead especially not only is it good for fasting and praying as well as an anointing oil um, but it's also really good if you're trying to cut out this habit you know uh, the bride should not be smoking we talk about pharmacia this is something that should not be going down all right uh, come out of it that's a choice by the way no one's forcing you you are going into this uh, kind of like enough is enough draw the line and come out of Babylon because this material is not acceptable you know you don't want to be in a wedding dress breathing in you know pharmacia which is what you're doing you're you're inducing anyways we talk about that we talk about that you don't want to induce yourself or or hurt your cerebral cortex your ability to think that's self-harm that is unacceptable to the bride okay and that's the exhortation come out of it all right it's not okay it's just not okay all right all right here so let's move on and we talk about this in part two uh, especially when you're putting the oils on your feet the cinnamon the peppermint they dry really fast but give yourself a good 30 minutes for those oils to dry again this is just a, a bible study class on oils and uh, essential oils specifically okay and how you could use those all right here and yeah you know you do not need anointing oil to pray this is just a deepened state of prayer okay just want to be clear on that if the Lord bids you to go deeper into prayer and to use anointing oils there are mature wise virgins that are out there and some of you are definitely ready to kick things up a notch to go deeper all right and this is for you I know it is because he's bidding me to share this okay so some of you are ready for this too many you're not ready for this you're not even praying so this is this is not for you at all this is going to go right over your head completely all right this is for wise virgins who want to go deeper into prayer and the Lord will quicken you you'll know exactly who you are it will be fire and wind in your bones okay that's for you all right here I want to touch on barrier prayers this will be a bit different um, this is something I saw a lot going back into my childhood I saw this all the time particularly in churches and in homes and I call them barrier prayers uh, praying over the doors and walls of your home okay uh, many times in the past the elders would use olive oil okay uh, very very good for barrier prayers it is where you anoint the doors and the walls of your home it is a way that you seal these areas and it prevents evil spirits entry okay and, and, and this has been lost altogether so again this is something else that's going to go right over your head many many it's gonna go right over your head you haven't heard it before or seen it this has been lost uh, but essentially you're anointing the walls of your home you're anointing the doors of your home and you do that to, to forbid evil spirits entry and it's you're praying the blood of Jesus over your doors and olive oil is something that you could use for that you pray over the olive oil okay and uh, you have a time of prayer where you're asking the Lord to anoint the olive oil you pray the blood of Jesus upon it Lord you know charge this with the power of the Holy Spirit you're praying typically with a bowl of olive oil in your hands you just have a I have a quiet time with the Lord pray for 10 15 minutes and just 
seek the Lord with that as you're holding a bowl of olive oil in your hands and ask the Lord to anoint this with the power of his presence, with the power of the blood of Jesus. And then after that, after your time of prayer, you're going to pray over the doors and the walls of your home. I saw this all the time growing up. The elders would do it. The pastors would do it. Uh, you know, the housewives, they would do it over their homes. I haven't heard this. I just haven't seen this for a long time. I haven't even heard it discussed. Um, one of our prayer team members mentioned this. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, this is something that could just be easily forgotten. Okay, but that's something, especially moving into uh, the most wicked month of the year. This is something you're going to want to do. Okay, it, it, the activity is just, it's, it's ceiling high. You're going to want to be praying over the doors, the entryways into your home. Okay, because spirits can travel. And uh, olive oil is a very good oil to use for that. And remember, there's nothing special about the olive oil. You need to have a, a quiet time with the Lord and pray over this oil, anointing it. Um, in the name of Jesus Christ and praying the blood of Jesus upon it, okay, and asking God to manifest his presence by it or through it, okay? Um, and you can do that, all right? And this has been long practiced, mostly forgotten in our generation. Um, just remember as well, all, olive oil should not be mixed with the essential oils that you're going to be using, all right? Um, if you're going to be using olive oil for uh, praying over the walls, and I recommend it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use essential oils to pray over the doors and homes. Um, I, would, I would use a thicker oil, a carrier oil to use for that. It'll, st it'll stay a bit longer, a lot longer actually. All right here. So yeah, don't mix them. Do not mix the olive oil with your essential oils. There's a few reasons why you do not want to mix those oils um, because olive oil will dilute the strength of your essential oils. Um, olive oil is thicker. They are molecularly different. Even at the subatomic level, the olive oil and essential oils are, they're intrinsically different. They're molecularly different. You know, you don't want to mix them together. Um, it's just not a good idea. You're going to, you're going to you're going to end up diluting the essential oils. So just make sure you're not doing that. You don't want to accidentally mix the olive oil in with your cinnamon oil or the peppermint essential oil. They're different. You don't want to dilute it um, for a few reasons, uh, but you just don't want to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, you're going to want the, the essential oils at full strength. Okay. Again, olive oil is, is a, it's a thicker oil. And one of the ways you can do that is you'll end up mixing it. Let's say you're using the olive oil. All right and the oil, the olive oil is still on your fingers, and maybe you're not using a pipette, and you go over there and you open up your essential oil bottle, and then with the same finger you were using for the olive oil that still has olive oil on it, you then try to use your essential oils, and what you're going to end up doing is you're going to end up mixing uh, the olive oil with your essential oil. You know, you're using the same finger, and, uh, and that could really dilute the strength of it. So you don't want to use the olive oil uh, and your essential oils at the exact same time. That's the warning. You just don't want to do that. You want to have your essential oils uh, unmixed at full strength. You know, so just use, you know, make sure your hands are nice and dry. That's all. Make sure your hands are 100% dry before using your essential oils. That's just my opinion. You do not want to mix your essential oils because they're, you know, uh, they're different molecularly. They, they work differently. They are different than a thicker uh, oil like olive oil. You'll end up diluting it in Okay, so let's move on. That's just a warning there because that can easily happen. So whenever you're going into prayer with olive oil, uh, barrier prayers, you know, praying over the doors, just make sure that uh, you don't have um, the olive oil on your fingers and then trying to use essential oils with the same finger and then using that, you'll end up, you'll end up mixing it together. Okay, all right here. 
So barrier prayers. Barrier prayers. I saw this a lot. Uh, prayers where you are anointing doorways. All right, you're anointing the doors of your house, the walls of your home. Olive oil is a good one. Um, some people, I don't, I, you want to use olive oil. That's a bit better uh, than any other carrier oil like coconut oil. Olive oil is pretty decent. Um, that's typically what they were using back in the day and when I was growing up. That's how I saw them use the, the elders. Um, and yeah. They would anoint the doors, the walls. They would also even anoint the church pews. I saw them, especially the women, the prayer teams. They would go down in the church, and they would be they would be using that olive oil and anointing the pews. This was, it was just heavy. The atmosphere of prayer it was was rich, and not only are you forbidding evil spirits, but you're there's such a composition to this. I don't want to go too deep into it, but I just want to tell you what I have seen growing up, what many of us still use to this day. Uh, it's just something that's not really spoken a lot of. All right, so pray over the oil before you just, you don't want to just go and start putting olive oil on the wall. That's not going to do anything. Um, you want to ask the Lord to bless the oil. Otherwise, it's just oil. All right, God manifests himself with oil. Know your Bible. <laughs> know your Bible. Know the anointing oils in the Old Testament. Not only that, but God manifests his presence. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're one of God's kids. He knows you. He knows where you live. He knows your address. And he knows how dark it is in 2022. It is madness and chaos, all right? We need to pray. And using uh, oils to anoint the doors, all right, it, it's it's a good thing to, to anoint the walls of your home. If you're led to do so, some of you won't be led to do so. Some of you, you're gone. You're not even, you're just, this is way over your head. This isn't for you. I'm talking to wise virgins today. I'm talking to those who are adept and learned in prayer. This is foreign to you, okay? Good. Glad you're here, all right? So, you want to go into a time of prayer, you know, asking the Lord to bless the oil. He'll do that by the power of his Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, you know, uh, bless this oil, you know, charge it with the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, you want to pray the blood of Jesus upon the oil that God would manifest his presence through it. Pray for a good 10, 15 minutes. Sit alone with God before you just start <laughs> using your finger and, and, uh, and touching the doors. It, this is relationship, okay? God knows you by name. Look, God says to the angel, uh, or the angel says to God, Sarah's praying. Oh, uh, Michael. Oh, look, Thomas is praying. This is relationship, okay? You're not a foreigner. You're oftentimes before the Lord's presence many days. He knows who you are, all right? You're bringing that relationship to God, all right? So ask him to bless the oil. Um, may it be that it would be a representation of the power of the Holy Spirit, of the blood of Jesus, and God will honor that. And, um, and then after you're done praying, praying over the oil, then you can dip your finger in the oil, then gently rub a single spot on your doorway. Um, and then you can even say, Lord, you know, forbid evil from entering, evil spirits from entering this door. You'll basically seal the entire door with the power of the blood of Jesus. They won't be forbid. They won't be allowed to enter into that area. These are barrier prayers. All right. Spirits don't need to go to knock on a door. They, they can go through. So... This is something that you can do to forbid evil spirits from entering, especially into your bedroom, into areas that, again, this is praying protection over your home, over your house, okay? So you can anoint the entryways, especially your front door. That should definitely be, I would, I would honestly anoint the top of the door, a little spot at the top of the door, 
and at the bottom you could do it in two ways okay just seal the whole door and you don't have to clearly you don't have to you know dump a whole pound of oil in the door that's not going to look too good so be reasonable please <laughs> just have to say that we're talking about a finger you are simply using one spot okay your finger look at that fingertip right here okay just your finger right you're going to dip your finger and then place a little spot on the door you could do it at the top or at the bottom however the lord leads you the point is you're inviting the lord you're inviting the blood of jesus to forbid entry of evil spirits and the blood of the lamb is very very powerful god will honor that okay but go into prayer first you can also do the same thing to all of the major walls of your house if he leads you to do that this is going to be good for october okay going into october this needs to be done okay i mean i, I will probably do it once october 1st and probably at the end of the month or however the lord leads you okay but um do this to your bedroom as well. Bedroom walls, the door to your bedroom, definitely. Anoint the door, pray over it, okay? Pray the blood of Jesus Christ upon it. Um, and again, I saw this all the time. This was very common. This this, this has been lost, prayer. Um, God will honor this. He manifests his presence um, through oils, both in the Old Testament, okay? Um, even in the New, okay? The, God, will, God will use that, uh, the anointing oil. The elders would use that. But... This is for you as well. It's for all of us. Okay, so you can anoint yourself, your own temple of the Holy Spirit, with the oil and go in with supercharged praying. And then you can anoint the walls of your house, your bedroom, your doors. Okay. All right, so I wanted to share that. I'm not going to have this be too long here, but these are barrier prayers, uh, something that I haven't seen for a very long time. And uh, this is kind of something that you're going to want to use, especially going into the most wicked time of the year. All right, which is uh, in October. All right, and remember, just simply do not mix uh, the olive oil. Make sure there's no olive oil on your fingers when you're going to use your essential oils. You don't want to do that uh, because you'll end up diluting them. So just use the olive oil for those barrier prayers when you're praying the blood of Christ upon your door. Again, the point of doing that is to seal. It's kind of like a seal, and you're it's forbidding the the entry of evil spirits. They won't be able to go through the door. Okay, you're protecting um, your house, and if God calls you to do that, operate in that. That's going to be between you and the Lord. And uh, I was told to share that, guys. All right. So this is part three. Uh, I hope that makes sense to you. Um, you can go back to visit part one and part two. I'm not going to go over all of the Bible verses, but I did want to cover how to use a pipette, Maranatha. I'm praying that you use these prayer oils into your time of steadfast praying that your prayer life is supercharged this is something that i've done for about two years now and i can't tell you how it is simply outstanding okay and i pray that this blesses you as much as it blessed me all right it's the contrite spirit for those who are going in you're a person of prayer okay add this to your tool belt anointing oil all right it's what the lord shared with me and he has bid me to share it with you. Fasting and prayer, the first multiplier. Very good. Continue to fast and pray when you can. And then go in with that second multiplier. All right? And the second multiplier would be of that anointing oil. Okay? Where you're anointing your own temple of the Holy Spirit. All right? Second multiplier. All right? Be well in Jesus' name. Maranatha, I pray that you're blessed in the Lord. This is a Bible study class on anointing oils. This is part three. If you missed the first part, go back and take a listen to them. If you want 
uh, to know the exact oils that I use, I was told to share that as well. The peppermint, cinnamon, and lemon, the exact oils I use will be in the description box. You can feel free to pick those up uh, if you're bid to do so. Be well in Jesus' name. And yeah, guys, go in. May the fragrance of the Holy Spirit be with you, and may you adorn your prayer with the anointing oil that God would manifest his presence in a supercharged manifestation of his power. Uh, and he will reveal himself to you. If he's calling you to do that, move by the wind and the fire of the Holy Spirit. Be well in Jesus' name. Maranatha. And I'll see you guys on the next teaching. You take care of yourselves. Stay in prayer. Go all in.